Welcome back to Always Lead to Rival and Reality TV with Jessica. I'm back. Okay. I'm sorry. I I had a lot going on for the last couple of weeks. I had to attend my sister's wedding. I had like this massive workload. But hey, I'm back. And I'm so sorry. But I am back and I'm not going anywhere again. Okay. So we have a lot to recap today. We have the Beverly Hills Housewives and Miami. Beverly Hills, so many things have happened. I don't want to recap things that have already happened. So I'm just going to go right into where we are now. We're at uh, episode 15 of season 13, titled Ashing It Out. And I think it's a play on words of, of course, Mercy's Ashes. The ladies are still in Barcelona, Ovi. Um, we see Sutton is crying because at that moment, they're preparing to go you know, scatter the ashes. And I think it starts dawning on her, like, oh my God, you know, this is like saying goodbye to this guy who was like a father figure to me. She's lost her dad in like very horrific way. And of course, the the death of her marriage, you know, and some women say some things during the show, and even me as a viewer, I love Sudden. Like, God, I love this. I love Sudden so much, guys. Like, there's a point in this episode when she was having her confessional and talking about the death of her marriage and the death of Maris and the death of her father and you could just see the tears just flowed beautifully down her cheeks. <laughs> like, I love Sonny so much, guys. Like, I was just watching it and I was like, how can you not love this woman? Like, how can you not love this woman and everything she's brought to the show? Like, and I even saw her watch what happens live appearance. Andy even had to say, like, you know, the, the erudites that she brought, he was a bit scared that, oh, are these women going to, like, embarrass, <laughs> you know, Bravo and him and everything. You know, but, like, everything went so well. Anyways, let's get back to this. Um, She's crying and Kyle comes in and, you know, hugs her. And Kyle's like, you know, I, I, I understand. And, you know, I love their friendship. And I'm happy that Sudden is standing, you know, like, feet tall this season she's not going to take any wishy-washy friendship and i think kyle knows it now that sudden is not to just be pushed around so i think they are going to actually have they'll build a beautiful friendship after this whole mess has happened this season because you can see a glimpse of it you know she hugs her you know sudden explains how hard the divorce was you know painful and everything and trevor comes in all right everyone gets ready they all go to go um release the ashes you know, while they're releasing the ashes, Sudden is just talking about the fact, you know, we're going to let go of things. She's letting go of, obviously, Maris, her dad, the divorce. And then she lets us know how she didn't even know that she was going to get a divorce, right? She was supposed to be separated, and next thing he calls her up, and he's like, go get a lawyer. We're getting a divorce. Like, damn. And she's scared she's lost, because at that point, remember, she's not working. She's like a stay-at-home mom. So now, at this point, she's like, what am I going to do? I stopped working to raise a family, and family as I know it is over. Anyway, Kyle and um, Garcelle speak in their confessionals and, you know, say how hard they know that the divorce has been for sudden. So this letting go, really, it's a good thing. She lets go and she throws the ashes and guess what? The ashes just, you can see the wind take it back. And it just goes on Kyle and Garcelle's body. <laughs> anyway, Garcelle comes out and lets go of, um, she lets go of, the um the fact that she's lonely you know abandonment issues from her dad and being betrayed by her ex-husband 
So she's like, you know what? I'm okay with being lonely, but with being alone doesn't mean I like being lonely. So letting go of that feeling. Um, Anna Marie says she's letting go of being unhappy or something. Didn't really get that. Dorit is letting go of her PTSD. Okay. Like, I don't want to say that. I don't want to discredit the PTSD that she has. I really don't. It just doesn't come across to we, the viewers. Like, we're not, we're not seeing what she's putting down. Because it's sort of wishy-washy. You want to have your PTSD when it suits you. It, that's how it seems to us. Like, okay, um, disclaimer, allegedly, that's how it looks to we, the viewers. It's like, you pick and choose when you think you, you have, like, your PTSD anxiety thing I, I don't understand when in her confession when she actually said that she's letting go of like her anger towards pk i actually believe that over the ptsd itself if that makes sense well erica says she's letting go of the hot the anger of like her old uh, old life and also the hot that she feels from the women and i like that she did that because it is good to let go of that like in the open right so they all understand like because i think when she was talking about the ring and you know obvious sorry the earrings not letting go of the earrings and what the court said about the earrings and hey i was right like you know he did not use client's money to buy me the earrings so i own the earrings it was a gift and i don't think the women ever disputed that i think their the disconnect has always been hey why don't you let go of this? Let it be like a show of good faith. And I'm sorry, Erica, we're filming a show at the end of the day. They have to ask you these questions. The same way you came and watched What Happens Live and said you want Kyle to be in the fire at the reunion to answer all these questions about her and Mauricio's relationship slash Morgan Wade. It's the same way the ladies still ask you all these questions. We've, this is this is housewives, right? The same way you guys were asking LVP things about, you know, Radar Online and Lucy Lucy Apu, just the dog. It's the same way you guys were talking about Cardi Hilton to the other season. So it, it goes around, right? So, but her expressing that she's hot, that's understandable. And I like that she did that at least. All the women kind of had an idea. Okay, she's really pissed. But I, I don't blame them because if, if you want to show, if they did not ask, it's going to be like a freaking Jen Shah situation. I don't even want to talk about that nonsense. We're like done with Salt Lake City. Um... And Garcelle talks in her confessional that, okay, it seems like Erica is really hot by this thing, but she's hoping that Erica can understand that all they were doing is just like putting a mirror to her face so that she can understand where they are coming from and sort of look at it from, you know, don't, don't just think about yourself in that situation. And Erica was just thinking about herself, which, look, I can understand. Her life was pulled over, you know, just pulled off from her. Like, literally, one day she's living like a very rich life. The next day, everything is just taken from her. It's like you're grasping a scroll, uh, straws. You're trying to figure out your next move. And then you're filming a show off because it's a job, but still you're expecting these people to take, you know, have your back. And instead, you're reading articles and you're asking you more and more questions. Especially when you're not comfortable. And now you're drinking and mixing pills together. And then you find yourself saying horrible things. So, anyways. Um, we get to Kyle and Kyle is letting go of you know, the pattern of her friend and the hurt that she's feeling and just the uncertainty of, you know, her relationship. She said that in her, in her confessional, like, she's really, like, letting go of the uncertainty of her relationship with Mauricio. And for the first time, I truly think I understood Kyle when it comes to the relationship. She's gotten to this, they're at a crossroads where they don't have time for each other anymore. They maybe don't even like the same things anymore. They're not, like, two different people. So it's like, hey, can we come back together and find out why we even fell in love in the first place and, like, be in love again 
But right now, I think they're more like roommates. Like, I fully understood for the first time the relationship of Carol and Mauricio in 2024. Or 2023. Or I guess still now, right? Because it's still ongoing. Um, Crystal kind of apologizes to Erica, which was nice, I, I guess, you know. She apologized to Erica, you know, basically saying, look, I'm sorry that I participated and I contributed to the hurt that you felt. And Erica was, you know, appreciative that at least someone could apologize to her. Do the other women owe her an apology? Of course they do, yeah. But I don't think they will apologize for what they said. They can apologize for how they said it. Because it had to be said. So maybe the way it was said, sure, but not saying it. Erica is getting ready with her glam squad. And she brings it up again. And she's like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to bring it up anymore. Like, it is what it is. I'm done talking about it. You know, whatever. I, I told them I'm hurt. They're not going to apologize. It is what it is. They get into the Sprinter van. And they're heading towards the place. And then they start talking about, you know, relationships again. And I can't remember who brought it up. But then talking about, do you sign? What do you even know you're signing? And then Garcelle says, look, look, trusting guys and you know, signing documents and things. And Erica was like, oh, that was like her lie. You know, she just signed away things. And then Carol is like, oh yeah, I just signed things. I don't even know what it is. And Anna Marie is like, oh no, I don't do that. My business manager sort of explains what I, it is that I'm about to sign and then I sign. But suddenly it's like, marriage one-on-one, never sign anything without reading. But it's very, very difficult because you get so used to signing documents, especially if you're working for someone that is very busy and it's just like, hey, sign here, sign here. You don't even know that you're signing away your life. As Carol even said, Mauricio pays all the bills. He does the taxes. She doesn't do anything when it comes to like the business part of it. She's just like, okay, I'm sure he's in the right thing, right? Like we're not criminals. But like Sutton said, it really isn't a good idea. You really need to be very, 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 very like ready to understand what, at least even if you're not going to read everything, get a lawyer that would explain everything. Like have a family lawyer, like a business lawyer or like a business manager or whatever. That explains everything to you just so that you're protected. So the ladies meet up with Manilo, the tour guide. Um, he takes them to the Flamingo Dance venue where they're supposed to like have their final night and also perform. Because suddenly make sure that they all wore red. As I, well, Carol wore orange, but close to red. And the, the text message with the emoji, she had like, it was just perfect for every person. I don't know how Kyle did not get the red reference, but whatever. Everyone dressed to the nines and tens. It was nice. They all get there. Dorit and her like Spanish thing that she does every time they travel. She wants to feel like, you know, I'm like a woman of the world. I know all the languages. And she was trying to like, I think she ordered like Coca-Cola, but like in Spanish. And Kyle was like, why don't you just say, do you have normal Coke? Like, why do you have to say, do you have like, I don't know. How, I, don't, I can't speak Spanish, but she tried to say it in Spanish. And Kyle was like, you know, you can just say you want normal Coca-Cola, right? Like, anyways, they all sit down. Everything is going well. And the next thing, Anna Marie is like, hey, Erica, um, earlier you were talking about, you know, the hot you felt, you were letting go of that from the ladies. <laughs> Elaborate on that. <laughs> and at that point, I have to give it to Erica because remember, she told her glam squad and she even said at a confessional, she's no longer going to bring it up. So I like the fact that she didn't have to bring it up. Anna Marie brought it up, right? And then she tells Anna Marie and she's like, well, you know, basically, just basically everything, you know, going on with the ring and that's the earring actually. And, you know, telling them like, hey, I'm not going to let it go because it wasn't you, it wasn't bought with like client money. And, you know, she told them, look, stick with me. Everything that's going to happen is going to happen. Like you guys are going to see that I'm innocent and, you know, but they went about it the wrong way. And, you know, basically just talking about the whole hot that she felt from the group. Right. 
And then Garcelle brings it up like, hey, at the beginning of the season, you said we're not trusting us. How do you feel now? And she says, well, I feel more relaxed. You know, I should talk about how, you know, I feel more relaxed, but trust is more like it's going to be earned. And everybody's like, okay, well, it is what it is, right? Uh, and Garcelle says, look, them asking these questions, so they could understand, you know? And, and I see that. I don't think they, they hate Erica. They don't. And asking those questions, if they really ask them, like, ask Erica those questions, we, the viewers, would have been pissed. So I really admire the fact that they ask those questions. I'm in the minority, I believe. And I'm fine with that. Like, I do believe that those questions had to be asked. And I like the fact that they asked them. Could they have asked them in a nicer way? Maybe. Debatable. But Erica, too, wasn't giving that kind of, um, you know, she was very closed off. And it was like a fight. And it was like, and, you know, they were butting heads. So you don't come into a fight with a knife. You come in with, you know, ready. So that's pretty much what happened. Anyways, um, Sutton gives a toast and, you know, <laughs> in her toast, she's like, well, Erica, I didn't receive the door invitations. And we see the clip of Erica, like, inviting them door by door and, like, door to door. And Sutton's like, well, I'm going to support you still. And then Erica's like, of course, you know, you're invited. Like, you chatted a jet for us to go to Broadway then. So, of course, you're invited. And Sutton, come on. You cannot expect Erica to come... Although, I, I can understand where Sudden is coming from. This season, they've been good, right? So why would she get, like, a door invitation? But anyways, um, Erica is like, look, everyone is invited. I do not hate you. Of course, you're going to be invited. It is what it is. Um, they all go to <laughs> do this um, dance in front of everyone. It's okay. It's not bad. It is what it is. And then Sudden just talks about how she loves them. And it was just a beautiful episode, guys. Like, not every episode needs to be, like, you know, five, five, five. I really enjoyed it. This is how I want my trip to be on a housewife. A little bit of drama, but more of the togetherness. And, you know, I know some people are saying, oh, you know, where's the drama? They want the drama. But you don't want the drama when the drama is just annoying. Like Anna Marie or when, like, Rena comes to her, like, annoying drama. So it's been really good, this episode. I really enjoyed it. And then we see they all get back to America. Doris versus Kyle. And Doris is trying to, like, talk to her friend because, hey, she can see that relationship is breaking up and what's going on. And that's when Kara kind of explains everything, which I already just explained earlier that, you know, they're both at different parts in their life now. The, and she's looking for that energy that he gives to the business. Because now you're already successful, right? But, like, that's the thing about being a successful person. You don't want to stop. You want to keep going. So now that he's really successful, he's not stopping. He's opening more, like, agencies and things. He's growing and growing and growing. And when there's, like, a fire somewhere, he puts it out. He puts all his energy into making sure everything is fine. And Kara's like, why don't you do that? That energy that you give to your business, give that to our relationship because we are dying. So we're going to see how that works, right? I enjoyed the episode. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the next episode. All right, guys, let's talk about Miami. We're in episode 15. Get me up this gondola, season six, right? The women are still on this ride from hell. Everyone is getting freaked out. Gertie is crying. Alexia is crying. I understand why Julia is crying, of course. And I can't even understand why Alexia is crying. And maybe Gertie, the rest of the ladies are freaking out. Everyone is like, get me off this ride. And next thing, Gertie starts throwing up. Like, she's not sure. She starts throwing up. They get the ambulance. She gets off the ride. Lisa is still looking for her lip gloss. I don't even want to talk about Lisa yet, but she's just zero self-awareness. Just zero. But we'll talk more about it towards the end of the episode. And then they get the ambulance for Gertie. They hook her up with the IV. She wants to talk to Russell. I love this relationship. Like, Russell and Gertie's relationship truly is just one that we all hope for, right? We don't know the 
you know, the inside, what happens behind closed doors. But from what we see, it's very refreshing on a freaking reality TV to see a good relationship, right? Like a supportive husband. Anyways, um, she's talking to Nicole. Like she wants to see Russell's face. Russell, Nicole calls him on FaceTime. Everything is just, he's even like smiling because he's like, he knows that maybe she's like over-exaggerated what's happening with her. But very understandable to do for Gertie because she's like freaking out. You know, she, let me find out that oh, she's probably dehydrated. Anyways, Adriana leaves to go prepare for her performance. Gertie's better now. Everyone's fine. They're all preparing to, you know, go join Adriana at her performance. Now, they all start talking about what had happened. Lisa is talking about the whole juice box being thrown at her to her glam squad. And then she even brings it up again in the confessional, like, just just throw anything at me. And I'm like, you're making it look like you didn't do anything to get that reaction. Your action caused a reaction from Kiki. Was it wrong? Of course. But at the same time, I'm sorry, I didn't even see what she even threw. It wasn't that serious. But you know, it's Lisa. We all know she's going to take everything so seriously. So it is what it is. Anyways, Alexa is talking to Marisol about the whole thing and, you know, saying how, you know, Kiki feels like Lisa has been entitled and they all kind of agree with Kiki, right? Now, they're all downstairs, just waiting on the rest of them, getting drinks. Kiki comes, tries to smooth things over with Lisa while they're on the way, right? I, I don't know. What, yeah, she's trying to smooth things over with, um, with Lisa while they're trying to get the drinks. Yeah. And Lisa brings it up again. Are you going to try to fight me? Kiki just, you know, she doesn't really say anything. She just, you know, lets it go. They, on their way to go see Adriana, they're in the bus. Exactly. She's like, look, Lisa, you know I love you, right? Like, I don't want to, like, fight with you. And Lisa says, well, they don't throw something at me. Kiki doesn't say anything. They get to the venue. She brings it up again. Are you going to fight me? You might think it's funny, but it's not funny because now you're trying to make Kiki look like a very aggressive person, a violent person, and we all know that that is not who Kiki is. Kiki doesn't even talk. Anyways, um, Adriana performs... I thought the performance was bad, but I like her song. But to me, that wasn't a good performance. Like, we've seen better. So, but the women are really nice. Even though Adriana has been vile to these women, they support her, they love her, they love the music. Alexia is like her biggest fan at this point. And we know that she's done horrible things to Alexia. Anyways, now they get back to where they're, they get back because they're like, oh, you know what, let's go celebrate Adriana. The whole thing is over. They go back now go get drinks so they can go celebrate adriana and that's when everything happens again because kiki is now talking to lassa about the whole thing and at this point she's just telling lassa everything and i like the fact that for the first time lassa is not taking lisa's side because she truly sees that okay kiki is also my friend and truly kiki doesn't give anyone problems anyways um nicole and um alexia are sitting down with um lisa and they're trying to kind of talk to her about the whole thing, like, you know? And she's still saying, you know what? Kiki and I, we're not, like, in good terms. I'm not going to sit down close to her, whatever, whatever. And they're like, well, Nicole is trying to explain to her that you're making it sound like she's violent when you say all these things. She's like, well, I'm just joking. I'm, like, she threw something at me. I'm just joking. I'm trying to get over it. Girl, get over it. What did she throw at you? Any other franchise, you would have been off that boat. I hope she knows. <laughs> Any other franchise, I would have just slightly pushed her off the boat. Or the gondola, whatever they call it. Anyways, on while Lassa and Kiki are talking, you know, Kiki talks about how, you know, she's entitled, she's spoiled. And no lies told. I agree with everything that she said. 
But there comes Julia. This season, she's just been a bone collector for no reason. <laughs> I love her, but like, calm down, Julia. She comes in, she's trying to get her drinks. Because some of the women are outside, some of them are inside getting drinks, right? She comes inside to get her drink. She overhears Lata and Kiki talking. She doesn't get everything they're saying, but she gets the gist of it. She goes outside, she sits down, and then she's like, well, they're talking about you. I'm just a messenger, right? And this is it. They're saying that you are entitled, spoiled. And thankfully, she didn't even hear the part when Kiki tells Lassa, you know, I didn't just lay on my back and get effed by a plastic surgeon and boom, I have millions. Like, I've worked hard for this, you know, I don't talk about my own problems. I've worked hard and worked hard for what I have. Thank goodness that Julia didn't even overhear that part. Anyways, Lisa says she's expecting an apology for from Kiki. Girl, you would not get that apology. And I know Kiki might give it to her because Kiki's a good person. Not me, though. Not me. You wouldn't get any apology from me, Lisa. If I was in Kiki's shoes. Anyways, um, when Julia tells um, Lisa all these things, like, you know, they're saying you're entitled and you're spoiled, Lisa is pissed. So then at this point, Lassar and Kiki are still inside. Gertie, Julia, Nicole, and um, Alexia come in to join them. Lisa goes to use the bathroom. Nicole basically relays everything to Kiki and says, Hey, Julia said you called lisa and a titled spoiled girl and kiki's like yes i did because that's who she is i i did anyways julia is like well i'm sorry that i said it and they're like well you're the one running your mouth but it is what it is i said it now they all go to the lounge to go party right while they're all having fun lisa is still sitting she's pissed julia sits beside her and like she still tells julia like she's so pissed about everything kiki said and next thing what does julia do <laughs> she adds to it Julia's like, look, I'm the messenger, right? Just so you know, the group, and Lisa's like, hold up, what do you mean by the group? She's like, well, the group, they feel like, you know, you're just like learning, Lenny, Lenny, like we're just done with Lenny. You know, you keep talking about Lenny, like get over it, basically. Like they're all like done, like Lenny, 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 like just get over it. And now Lisa is like extra pissed because she's already pissed at Kiki. But now not hearing that the entire group, she's not like really pissed. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to go inside. I don't want to, I don't want to hang out anymore. I'm going to be alone. Then everyone is like, okay. They all like go back in, sit down. Let's just have like a powwow. Let's discuss everything. They all sit down. And then Lisa is like, look, I don't want to say anything because anything that I say is going to come out wrong. So I don't want to say anything. And then next thing, Lassa comes up and Lassa is like, look, I'm your best friend, right? But I just cannot see here and support everything you do. What you said to Kiki was really messed up. And the fact that you're trying to like, portray like she's a violent person and things like that it's just wrong because he is one person that doesn't even confront anyone so i'm not gonna let you just run with that nonsense and the next thing lisa is like well it's looking like i'm on trial here i'm gonna be on trial monday i don't want to be on trial here today and then Adriana is like okay why is everyone saying that she should get over it because she's not even divorced yet like i cry you know about my divorce sometimes and i've been divorced for years so why are you guys and that just makes lisa even cry more now what adriana is not understanding is like yes of course everybody can can be empathetic to the fact that you're getting a divorce however it is not all about you you make it about you all the time gertie has cancer you've not even given the woman the opportunity to make it about herself because every time you have to one-up somebody with your problems delaney and then your problems are not even important problems your problems are like rich people's problems i'm looking for a big house oh my kids like oh they're not gonna have this big house they're used to having big rooms any normal person who hears what you're saying is gonna be like you're so out of touch that's why he's looking 
annoying to the ladies because they have real problems someone has cancer someone is a single mom with two little kids without no man taking care of her like everyone has their own problems lisa so when you're bringing in your problems you're not letting anyone kind of you're always like taking the sucking out the air from the room every time you're there it can get annoying they support you but it's like calm down you're not the only one with problems so that's what Adriana is not understanding but i think that's what the women were trying to say so now like why Adriana is trying to explain this nonsense that she's saying kiki is like look lisa what do you even know about me? You don't know anything about me. What is my son name? You don't know anything. I have two small kids. And that I have to take care of with no baby daddy. You just bring all your problems. You don't want to know anything about anybody else. This basically what Kiki is saying is like, you're trying to like suck the air out of the room with your own problems. So we all have problems, but nobody's bringing out their problems. So I like that Kiki said, like, what is my son name? You don't even know my son name. You don't know anything about me. Nothing. Nothing. And then she brings up what happened on the gondola ride. And that's how you know that Lisa is so out of touch. She doesn't even listen. She's just here so she can reply. She doesn't listen to take that thing in and actually let it sink in before, like, speaking. Kiki brings it up and Kiki's like, you know, even on the gondola ride, we were talking about, you know, with the dog. And then you were like, oh, this is, like, the best food he's eating. Like, I promise you, it's way better than anything he's eating there. Which Lisa, of course, tries to twist everything and say she never said that. She never said that. She never said that. You're twisting my words. But we all know she said it. Because the camera went back, like, we, we could see it. We saw the flashback, so we know she said it. And then Kiki is like, I've lived in that kind of house. And give us a flashback of Kiki's upbringing. And guess what? It may have not been the best house. Doesn't mean we're not happy. Doesn't mean we're not content. And that is such a, and I love that Kiki said it, because people really do think that because you, you don't grow up rich, or you don't grow up with having, like, you know, the, the barest things or whatever, the basic things, Meaning your, your, your childhood was horrible. Your parents may have been the best parents. Hands-on, loving, caring. People don't get it. Like, money is not everything. And I like that Kiki pointed that out. And next, Lisa is like, well, oh my God, this is the part that pissed me off. Because I don't think anybody expected Lisa. To, I think everybody expected Lisa to be like, okay, I understand what you're saying. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way. But what does she say? I can't fix your childhood trauma. I'm not a therapist. Everybody's like, <gasps> and at that point, Kiki's like, excuse me excuse me i tell you everything about myself i give you a glimpse of my life and you tell me you cannot fix my trauma did i ask you to fix my trauma like at that point like if i was kiki i would mm, i'm not kidding so pissed and kiki says that's your response and i love what kiki said everything that's happening with you right now is karma lenny is your karma because karma is a b-i-c-c-h and i love that kiki said that and of course everyone is like no 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 but no she deserves to hear that she's very 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 entitled she's very spoiled everything that kiki said is to the nail she hit the nail on the head she's everything that kiki said and i know the women feel the exact same way that's why no one can really be on her side and i'm so happy that lassa really really was not on her side and told her look i love you but you're wrong the audacity that she actually thinks she deserves an apology from kiki anyways we're gonna wait and see what happens next episode but I love what Kiki said. And I like the fact that... And I hope the women all like put it to her next episode. Like, yo, you messed up. You owe this girl an apology. But we don't even know with Lisa. She's so self... Ah, uh, lacks self-awareness. To the max. I cannot believe that we're all hating on Dorit. Dorit is like way better than this babe. Way, way, way better. I would take a Dorit two million times if I take one Lisa. Alright guys, I'm going to stop here now. I want to say thank you so much for listening. You got into this part of the video thank you 
I will be recapping Love is Blind this season, guys. Season 6, I'll be recapping it only on Netflix. It starts on Valentine's Day, guys. I hope you guys would watch it. Share, like, subscribe. If you're listening on the pod, please share, like, send it out. Share it to all your friends. Download it. I love you all. Thank you so much. Bye. People think they have